And this is Amber, and welcome to the show, The Dog Bombs. Now, we're here because we are going to enjoy spending time with our dogs as both professional dog trainers and professional dog moms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we're at this beautiful cabin getaway. We took all of our dogs. We have what, seven dogs? Yeah, I forgot how many. We have, have a lot of dogs seven, here. Seven, seven dogs here. <laughs> yeah. And it's beautiful. We get to be on the water, and it's really peaceful. Yeah. It's been nice. I love it here. I love being in nature. It's a little bit colder than I anticipated, but thankfully I've got my dog to cuddle with. So I'm loving it here and I'm excited to just talk about dogs, which is our favorite thing to do. It is, and but it's really cool. This is like going to be a very unique show because it's not just us chatting about dogs. There's a huge twist to this show and I'm really excited to share it with you. We've actually got the whole dog TV community, even on social media, to give us topics to talk about. So we don't know what these topics are always going to oh, be. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit random, a little bit crazy, and we just have to go on the fly. Yeah. So we have a really cool thing called the Pet Roulette, which you can see behind us. Oh, and there's a bunch of topics there, but even so, with those topics, we have questions from the dog TV community, even online, coming from you, right from your own home, asking questions that we're going to try to answer. Yeah, and we're going to have four topics per episode, and we can only talk for four minutes, which is going to be really difficult for us to do. So we're going to share with you guys some of our favorite stories and we'll get into some of your questions at the end of every episode so that'll be really fun i'm excited and a little bit nervous because this roulette thing is making me you know a little nervous I but know. It, it adds some excitement so it I'm does excited. you get to like think on the fly and yeah. i think it's just gonna be fun to share some of our all right our well i think dogs. we're ready to get started what do you think uh, let's do it all right let's go all right i've got the power button Okay, here right, we go. You ready? Right, Let's do see. You make it spin. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm gonna get ready. What's it gonna be? Oh, it's Traveling on the line with your dog. I'm I would have said that was on the line, but I like this topic. This I is really actually fun. really love this topic. We okay. do th this is our life. This is our. This is one of the biggest things that you do all the time. Yeah. I don't do as much as you, but I yeah. love traveling with my dog. So you literally have a car designated to your dogs, which I want one for myself yeah. too, but my husband has not been convinced yet. So why don't you start talking about your van? So I have a van. I actually started with an SUV, which a lot of us do the same, yeah. right? Where you're like packing the dogs in the back of the car with the crates or however they travel. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, I have now a van that I've changed that has a bed in the back and the crates are supported underneath the bed. And then there's crates all in the middle. Cause I have four dogs now. So, yeah. um, Traveling with my dog, I put a, over 100,000 miles on my car in less than two years. Yeah, that's my problem too. It's at 130,000 miles yeah. and people are like, your car's not that old. How did you do that? But right. honestly, like we take our dogs with us everywhere. everywhere. I have three dogs and I don't have four, but I've been traveling with all three dogs for like the past mm -hmm. several years. And when we go on vacation, I take them with us. Mm -hmm. And when we go to dog sports, dog sport things are like at least an hour away. So, I mean, traveling is a huge part of our life. And I think crates are a huge part of that too. So, yeah. And that's um, the only way my dogs will travel is in a crate because I want them to be safe. Like yeah. that to me is a really big deal because, 
you know, you can only be so safe on the road, but I'm always worried, like, if I, if that van rolls, like, my dogs have to be safe. Yeah, absolutely. I know I use Rufflin crates, and so do yeah. you. However, in my car, which people might be able to relate to this, I can't fit more than two crates in my mm -hmm. car, and I have three dogs. And so I needed to find a safe way for my dogs to travel with me if they couldn't fit in a crate. And so Oakley here is a very tall boy, <laughs> and he um, doesn't always fit inside the crate. So I actually have a harness for him that is a crash-tested harness that you can actually buckle into the back seat of the car, which prevents him from, you know, if we get into an accident, it prevents him from being thrown forward. Yeah. And it keeps him safe and it's crash tested. And that's something that's important, I think, to look into. Mm -hmm. Not only looking into what types of crates to use in your car if you're traveling, but also, like, if you can't fit a crate, what else can you use that's yeah. safe for your dog? And It's so, so true. And that's like, been huge. And I think another thing that people, like, underestimate is, like, the power in being prepared. <laughs> like yeah. when you're on the road with your dog and you're traveling as much as we do, mm -hmm. like just having extra things or like that first aid kit or like I have a medicine bag that always goes with me everywhere right. with all the different things they could use. Like we never know what you're going to run into. Yeah. We've been on trips before where like they eat something from the ground and their stomach oh is gosh. all messed up and we have to like call our vet and get meds sent. And you know, it's, it's better off to be prepared than, and having their own sets of bowls. Mm -hmm. And obviously you have to find like nice dog beds to keep them comfortable. But I actually do, memory foam I just got memory foam I mean, online and I, cut it can I be one of your dogs I know right? <laughs> please <laughs> and because like they're on the road for a long time so yeah. I don't want their joints that's to be, such an important thing yeah. to think about like how long your trip is and what you're planning for it well we're running out of time we have one minute left oh my gosh. um so I want to ask you what your favorite place that you've traveled with your dogs has okay. been my favorite place at oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's been uh, Mount Rainier. I went to the, okay. um, at least the parks surrounding Mount Rainier. That was a really yeah. lovely place. There's a lot of parks surrounding that national park that were beautiful to visit. What okay. about you? All right, 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Oh, the counter makes me so yeah, like I got to hurry up. Um, I traveled, my husband and I traveled to Acadia National Park in Maine, and that was one of the most beautiful, dog-friendly places I've ever traveled with my dogs, and it was like something I absolutely want to go back to. So if you can't go anywhere go to Acadia if you have the chance find a, find a trail go. yeah like, we love and I mean traveling doesn't have to be going to these grand things sometimes mm -hmm. it's just going to and from places but being prepared with the things you need to keep them safe is important too it's so true so all hopefully right. you guys travel with your dogs yeah. and have fun because that's something that we do all the time and I don't regret it it's one of my favorite things to do and including the dogs in a part of our life is the dog mom life right it's true yeah so I think three we seconds it. we did it I'm so proud of yeah. us <laughs> Okay. All right, here we go. Let's see. Are you ready, I'm Oakley? Ooh, that's a good oh, one. Food and diet. Food and diet. This is, this is a big topic. It is. So food and diet. Yeah. There are so many directions you can take with this. Which direction are you taking? So I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty much, I'm like a big advocate on like the supplements that I like to use on my dogs yeah. because I want, really want to protect their joint health. Mm -hmm. like, that's a big thing for me. Yeah. So our dogs do so much activity that, you know, we can give them all the great diets and things like that, but giving them like an added joint supplement with glucosamine and chondroitin and MSM, like that's the kind of stuff that I like to focus on with my dogs. And so that's something that I focus on adding to their diet, not just what they're going to get in their food. Yeah, absolutely. And also traveling with food. I need food to be easy to travel with. That's such a good point. So oh what about gosh. you? Yeah, I use all different kinds of foods and that's something that's kind of unique, I think. A lot of people stick to one food for the rest of the dog's life. Mm -hmm. I like to change it up for my dogs and I found that helps them get used to new foods uh, regularly. So if they eat something new, it doesn't throw off their stomach entirely. Mm -hmm. um, and I really like to feed them 
fresh foods as well. So not only supplements, I use lots of supplements for my dogs, especially my senior boys, because I have a 10-year-old and almost 12-year-old dog now. So those hip and joint supplements are huge for arthritis and things like that. But I also find that adding fresh foods helps prevent you know potential health problems down the road and food is so important so simple things like blueberries are yeah. like some people don't realize my how dogs good won't blueberries. touch them oh this one won't eat it either but i do have two <laughs> dogs they'll eat anything um but yeah and like different vegetables green vegetables if they'll eat it mm -hmm. you know i have a secret technique that you can use probably to get them to eat these things if you take something like bone broth and mm. you soak that stuff they don't eat like carrots or right. blueberries in the bone broth, then the dog thinks it tastes like bone broth. I mean, that's not so a bad maybe idea. Maybe you could try that. That might work for you. I also know, like, you. the freeze-dried versions of those things. Yeah. Like, blueberries, my dogs are like, that's disgusting. Why are you giving me that? <laughs> but then if you give them, like, the freeze-dried version, they're like, oh, that's a treat. And then that's they actually just true. Um, that my funny? dog, Tucker, does not eat bananas. Mm -hmm. But then the freeze-dried banana treats that we were given by a treat company, he loves those. And right. I was actually really surprised because... It's now I can like use bananas. Me. Yeah, because like I don't want to eat half the healthy things. But, but if, if you, you make it, it look like mix, a potato chip, yeah, then it's great. <laughs> I'll eat it. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, adding different supplements are really helpful, and then making sure if you're going to add supplements that you talk to your vet too is really important to make sure what your dog needs extra supplements mm -hmm. for. So we also don't want to over supplement our dogs. So with you don't too like slowly switch them over. You have your dogs are kind of used to just like changing over to a new. Yeah. Food. So I oftentimes will give them some kibble, but I will give them random other kibbles yeah. as their treats Got it. or if I use food puzzle toys and stuff like that I actually will use a different kind of food okay. and that helps them get used to eating new things all the time I mean it's not a bad concept yeah. especially if your dog doesn't have any like food allergies or anything that's crazy huge like that. obviously if your dog yeah. is sensitive to stuff you want to make sure you know all that, right so but... we're nearing down to our one minute marker okay that's crazy how fast it goes yeah. this is such a big topic that we can I know. do so many there's things. so many different things what um, is I'm going to ask you what is your favorite go-to's for when you're taking your dog out or training your dog, like what are your treats that you like to use? So I love using, and you probably also use it, I love using freeze-dried food, like you said, but freeze-dried meats, so like beef liver, mm -hmm. um, freeze-dried chicken, things like that. And I actually feed a dog food that's a freeze-dried dog food, and the dogs love it so much that I use it as their treats. And so like, it doubles as a meal. Okay, we're running out of time. No, so you're now, fine. what's your favorite? But adding to that is that like food and diet is it's not adding calorically if you use their meal yeah. to train or use them to take it out, like take them out on a walk. You don't want to like overload them with calories, which is a big deal, especially for older dogs too. Yeah. So I love using that as well. I love using those freeze dried treats that don't like crumble and things like that. But also, if you have a dehydrator at home, you can like get chicken. That's such a good idea. And you could just take chicken or take something else that you have or even bananas and you could just dehydrate your own meat and veggies and that actually can save you a lot of money too. I love the amount of effort and we it's put very in for natural. our dogs but not ourselves. I know. Right? My <laughs> husband's like, my oh, dog chicken jerky. <laughs> and I'm like, the chicken jerky's not for you. Yeah. It's for my dog. I definitely feed my dogs better than I feed myself but they're worth it, right? They are worth it. Dog mom life. Oh my gosh. Alright, one <laughs> second. We're done. That was good. <laughs> and now to our segment, let's go for a walk. So tell me about how's agility going. It's going, it's going. Um, yeah, we have our ups and our downs. And you know, at our last trial, we had some really big successes. Yeah. We got first place in one run. That's awesome. But then in another run, she just completely ran around the entire ring. She jumped on the judge. That's gonna be that first though. Yeah, That's but you know, it's, I mean, it's one of those things where you just have to like celebrate the wins and then laugh through the downs. You do win some and you lose some. Yeah. And I mean like that's, so you know me, I've been wanting to, I was in agility class and yeah. then we'd be hurt his shoulders, right. but we want to come back because he's actually doing great now. 
Um, well, and you guys have such a good. I'd love to do some. I'd love to do some trials with you. Maybe something we can go together. Yeah, I have one coming up on Saturday. It's probably too soon. That's really. <laughs> Are you serious? Let's though? jump right into it. Are you going it. this Saturday? Yeah, I'm literally going. Holy cow! I'm literally going in two days to You're go to the agility. You're gonna be so tired. You're such a busy I know. person. But you know, I'm like, I love doing stuff with the dogs. Yeah. She loves it. But well, where is it gonna? Is it the one in Maryland? Yes, it's oh, in Maryland. Fun. That's cool. And I'm well, really we need excited. to start signing up together because it's one of the things that I want to do more. It's not just like sports with my dogs, but I want to do it with friends. Well, it's nice to go with you. It's so much more fun when I have someone like you along yeah, with me yeah. in the journey. Especially when your little one arrives. Oh my gosh, I know. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to be there and I'll helping me. I'll just bounce them and play with them, and you can go run your agility. Yeah, it'll be fun. Are we ready? Whoop, whoop. Let's do Beasley's it. ready. Okay. Beasley, you're ready. Here we go. One, two. Oh, I clicked it already. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought I was gonna. Ooh, clicker training. Oh. Sorry, that was really fun. Clicker training. That's a fun <laughs> thing. Okay, we're dog mouths, but we're also trainers. Yes, we are. And clicker training is really fun. I mean, should I get started? Because you get started. She's very, she's really, you love clicker training. I do love I don't clicker have training. as much experience with it. I have actually personally moved pretty quickly off of clicker training to just using like the verbal reward marker. Yeah, well, I think. Which is your word, yes. The thing that people don't realize, which maybe you're forgetting too, is that marker training is clicker training. It's it is. the same thing. And I, I just think, don't use the, I just don't use the yeah, object as much. Yeah, I only use a specific, well, let's talk about it like from the beginning. Let's because, talk about what people don't even know what clicker right, training is. Right, because I feel like is, we're just right? jumping in and some yeah. people will be like, what are they doing? What are yeah. they talking? about we only have four minutes I know. <laughs> <laughs> but clicker training is really just like the premise I'll tell you guys because Chrissy knows this um, it's basically the premise that when you make a sound or you say a word you give your dog a reward and so they learn really quickly that when they hear that sound or they hear that word like the word yes don't listen um, or they hear a click they get a reward and it's just a really way to easy way to clear up and clean up communication between you and your animal. I say animal because I'm a dog mom, but I'm also a cat mom, and you can clicker train your cat too. So and horses and horses. Like you can clicker animals. train your children probably too. You, I, I haven't mean. tried that. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> clicker training is really. I don't use the clicker very often anymore, right. but I like to use the clicker when I teach new people that are training their animals how to do things because we talk so much. I talk so much. No offense, you talk a lot too. She talk a lot. <laughs> um, just, just a little bit. We are doing a talk show. Um, but if we are talking, we say, yes, good. I'm saying mm. those words and he's not popping up right now. Mm. And so that's where I really like to use a clicker sometimes in training to really get that clarity of that's the exact behavior I wanted you to do and now At get a reward moment, for it. At that moment, and they tie that sound with food reward. Yeah. Like um, Pavlov's theory where, you know, you ring the bell and then the dogs get fed and you ring the bell, dogs get fed drool. a couple weeks later, you just ring the bell and they would just start drooling because yeah. they know that food's coming. So that's like the same theory. That is the premise of clicker training. Right. And so it sounds like a big thing for And they a lot do it for zoo animals. Like it's not just dogs, but it's a great way to be, if you're learning how to train and you're a little, let's say sloppy or your timing's a little off, like when do I say yes and grab a treat? And it can be a lot for yeah. new trainers and new dog owners and pet parents. Um, this gives you a very clear, concise moment to mark something that's good and then to deliver 100%. You know, I used to train dog trainers how to become dog trainers, and I did this really fun game that I would give everybody a clicker, and this kind of showed you how bad your timing was. Oh, no. Um, and I would take a tennis ball and bounce it on the floor, oh. and you would try to click the moment the ball touched the floor. Oh, that's a good one. And 
it would just be like click 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 and I was like guys if that was your dog what on earth did you just teach yeah. them like what did think you about teach that. what did you show them if your right. dog is sitting and then they jump on you and you click when they jump mm-hmm. you're and you're rewarding them you're teaching them to jump on you there's another fun game that you can do we have one minute left I'm gonna tell you my game oh gosh okay <laughs> You get everybody, you get like, you're going to sit here uh-huh. and then like, maybe I in my mind want you to like put the glass in the sink, but I won't do anything. You have to literally walk Ooh. around the room. It's like hot and, and cold. And click when you're like doing the right thing to lead to the right behavior. Yes. And so you can learn how difficult it is for a dog to experience that. Right. Where they walk in a room and they're like, well, what do you want from me? And they have to go by those types of communication Yeah, it's methods. very humbling to realize how yeah. bad our timing is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where clicker training can be a great thing. But also, we have to be careful, like, what are we actually teaching our what dogs? What are we rewarding them? But I think if our listeners or viewers are getting to take anything from this, clicker training is just mm-hmm. having fun with your dog, training your dog. It's not something to think, oh, my gosh, I'm not talented enough for that. No, it's just an easier way it. to communicate with your dog yeah, when Maybe training. you can clicker train your husband. Oh, I mean, I'll work for chocolate. So. Oh, you're out, you, are, you would work for chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, clicker train I'll work me. for cheese. Oh, I'll work for okay. cheese. I like it. All Let's right, that it. was it. We're done. <laughs> next one. Let's go. All right, here we go. Are we going to the next one? Okay. Ooh. Oh, this is my I think favorite. I have the same reaction to every single one. I go, Enrich. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you do. <laughs> All right, so this one's enrichment. It's probably one of my most favorite topics, and it's something I feel so passionate about. I probably could just write a whole book. Maybe I should write a book on it. You should write a book. That would be kind of cool. Well, let's talk here at the beginning of your book. Okay. So enrichment is a big (laughs) deal because we, you know, we get used to like, well, I provided my dog all the physical activity, and I, you know, or now I have an older dog, or I have a young puppy that doesn't matter what I do, the dog still has so much energy. It took him for a run, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. There are other <laughs> ways to work and bond with your animal, and that includes mental uh, stimulation. And one big thing there is enrichment, which is like an endless opportunity. Oh my gosh. Well, but enrichment one thing is you like showed recently, things. which I thought was really cool, was like, don't get rid of your like Amazon box. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell, tell me what you said. Yeah. Um, I like to reuse trash because dogs don't know it's trash. And so, yeah, I mean, I really, I think a lot of people use enrichment with food, which is probably the easiest way to enrich your dog. Um, but yeah, if you just take some of your, obviously make sure your dog is safe and it's not going to eat these things. Cause that's really important. Knowing your dog is important. My dogs don't eat those things. They'll just rip it up and have fun, but you can take towels, wrap some food in it. You can take some, you know, newspaper, you can take anything, toss some kibble in there, some treats in there, fold up the Amazon box. And that becomes a huge puzzle toy for your dog to figure out. And then you're just using your trash. Like you weren't going to use it anyway. So that's might fine. As well. you're just going to get rid of it or pile it back in yeah. your like closet. Like we do. Well, do you have like any favorite? enrichment toys that you like to use? I do. So there's a really cool line of toys by Nina Ott- Ottenson. Ottenson, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She is like the mastermind of puzzle toys. And yeah. Life. Like the stuff she makes is incredible. Some of those are actually like complicated. So <laughs> cool story behind that is like Beasley had like a sore shoulder for a while yeah. and we were doing all this veterinary, like all this treatment, laser therapy. But there was this, and I was like, what do I do? I can't exercise him. He's laying around. But they have this puzzle toy that was like, it's like a cylinder you put food in and there was a dish underneath and the dog had to paw it to get the food out. Interesting. And so he was able to like almost oh, rehab his That's shoulder really cool. while using a puzzle toy. So it was like I got I got a twofer. So they do some physical activity right. while they're doing it while having a puzzle toy. And he was kind of rehabbing his shoulder. That's amazing. And I mean he's doing so you much. You know, something now. I wanna talk about before we lose all of our time is that I think a lot of people think that enrichment is only with food mm. and a lot of people use enrichment toys or puzzles and things like that. And that is a form of enrichment, but I think enrichment can be so many other things too. Yeah. And I 
follow this person on Instagram. I'm so sorry. I don't remember their Instagram, but they literally created this like enrichment garden in their backyard oh, cool. for their dogs where they had all these plant, you know, pet friendly plants. And then they had a digging pit with sand oh, in it. So cool. And they had like this little pond where they could like fish for things out of it. And I was like, that is one of the coolest ways yeah. to provide enrichment for your dog. Yeah. Like, especially if you don't have like a trail you can go to, or let's yeah. say like your life, maybe you live in an apartment or you have a very small backyard in a city. Like what a great way to right. kind of like just change that all over to something that your dog can experience. Yeah, and I mean, when my dogs were, were running out of time, but um, when one of my dogs was recovering from a really serious surgery, he couldn't go on walks, he couldn't mm -hmm. do anything. And so I also didn't want to give him food all the time mm -hmm. because then he's just gonna get fat and Whatever. It's not good for him. Yeah, so yeah. I actually would like bring things from places I was going just for him to sniff and like Aww. get new things going on. And he thought that that was so exciting. And it's like enrichment is yes, great to use food, but we can think of any new way to provide some new enrichment well, for also, our dogs. Also, you do, you do like scent work with them. Yes. Which is such a low physical demand, not like tracking in the woods, like where you find people missing, because right. they have that, they have that. But Yeah, but just looking like, for a smell in the like house. Like a smell in the house that are like birch, yeah, Either. anise, clove, and birch. Yes, you obviously don't know what I'm talking about. And cypress, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but it's really cool that they they can do that, and it's not taking a lot of physical demand, and it's yeah, enriching it's their lives. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. We have two it's seconds. It's their strongest sense is their nose. Enrichment is fun. That was the end. Okay, so we finished talking about our topics, but we wanted to hear from our listeners and our audience as well. And so we took some questions from you guys, and... I picked out a really personal one that I would really love to talk about. So let's go ahead and listen and see. Hi, my dog's name is Summer, and I'm her very dedicated dog mom. We used to go to parks and hike a lot, and we're also very good with mental stimulation games. But I recently had a baby boy, and now I'm finding it challenging to get Summer as much exercise as before. We're still doing little neighborhood walks but i'd like to do more can you share some easy ways to get exercise at home thank you okay can we just say how amazing of a dog mom she i was is? lost in that video because i oh. feel i feel her pain oh my gosh I well i am actually pregnant and so Ooh. surprise surprise um i'm gonna be in this situation really really soon and so i've got some ideas but you have an amazing little daughter and so i would love to hear what you did in this and also so we can kind of give her some tips as well yeah I could really see like I could feel her emotion behind that question because I struggled with that a lot with my dogs I mean at the yeah. time I only had Beasley but Beasley was my everything I think a lot of us have that one dog that's their everything and when you add in like you know the elements of a, a human child which is such a blessing yeah. but it's also like everything that you used to do and what was your norm is changed is different I mean you have a newborn yeah. they, and they're they're needy yeah <laughs> uh, and in, in the best of ways but I think one of the one things that I really had to like understand was that also everything is temporary in that regards like mm -hmm. it may be hard right now but it's not gonna be hard forever and changing what you did does not mean that you're doing less for your dog. It's just about finding new ways that your dog can be enriched. And we know yeah, a lot about enrichment. We talked about that. That's such a good that. point. So, you know, if I couldn't do the agility anymore, but maybe I could take hikes and have a longer leash and maybe pair it around my my daughter's nap time, you yeah. know, and actually the walking rocked her to sleep, but always be prepared with the bottles and the whatever you need and just in case and, you know, and, um, 
but it, what was important for me was like that we just, I created time to incorporate my daughter and my dog, but also I made time where I could just take my dog. And so right. whether that was like working with um, family or working with my husband so that I could still have that time with my dog. Do you have any ideas yeah, for Yeah, you know, I really love that she was playing with her dog while cooking, uh, sorry, she was carrying her baby while kicking the ball on the floor. And so she's clearly a super mom, both dog mom and human mom. And so I admire that a lot. Um, I know that it's going to be really difficult and so I've already kind of started teaching my dogs to just be okay doing nothing a little bit more because I know they're going to be doing a lot more a lot less of everything that they used to do and I've been trying to add some new activities that we can do inside the house that are quiet and not crazy and so scent work is something that like my dogs absolutely love and you could teach your dog to find your keys you could teach your dog to find a specific smell and that's something I'm really going to hone in on and do a lot more of when I have a new baby in the house I think and that's a good idea too because you need something that's quiet something that's going to keep you in the home because your schedule is going to be all over the place it's not going to be like I know what I'm doing every single hour right and so having that flexibility in your mind is also going to be useful like what can we do today based on how your um, son or daughter's feeling or did you guys get a terrible night's sleep and maybe you right. need to do some puzzle toys yeah and there's so many things that you can do there but activity wise which you see you see you're doing agility you know what can I still do there's some great like fitness equipment you can buy for your dog and there's so many places that you can buy like fitness equipment that's going to be a good challenge for your dog right but small spaces but like at the end of the day like you know we can go take a hike but then you ask me to go do like 10 lunges or squats <laughs> And I am spent. Right, I don't know right. about all you guys. So, you know, having that fitness equipment can also challenge your dog right at home. And yeah. that could be a physical way to physically get your Absolutely. dog Absolutely. And I happy. think we can't forget the mental enrichment, too. Like we talked about earlier in this episode, um, when I do math, like I'm terrible at math. It's really hard for me. I get exhausted after. Mm-hmm. And so when our dogs are thinking and they're using their brain, maybe they're not doing as much they, as they physically used to do, mm-hmm. but they're still working their brain and they'll be tired after. And so. check the diet as well. Make sure you're not overfeeding them when you do reduce their exercise. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. And thank you so much for sharing that question with us. I think you picked a question for this week too. I did. I picked a question for this week. So let's take a look. Kira and I would love to know what's your favorite way of feeding your pets the meals. Okay. I'll start because I can be so lazy sometimes. (laughs) Um, I don't have a big backyard, but honestly, one of the easiest and my favorite ways to feed my dogs to enrich them a little bit more, Mm -hmm. I will literally just take a handful of food and throw it in the grass. And it is it's nature's, like it's nature's it's snuffle mat. It really is. You have all these amazing contraptions mm-hmm. to kind of enrich your dog. But if you're feeling lazy like me, maybe for our newborn mom as well, just tossing some food in the grass is a great way to get them to take a little bit longer to eat their food. It's true. And that's like one of my favorite, most lazy dog mom hacks ever. I like lazy dog mom <laughs> hacks. That should be a thing. Okay, what's your favorite? Because we all have lazy dog mom hacks. Yeah. So, you know, if for me, it depends what my dogs did that day. If it was a super busy day and they got lots of exercise, then I usually do like a very traditional in the bowl or in a type of like flat, we call them platters, that Mm. you can kind of just like put their food on. It's like a flat plate that food goes on for dogs. Um, And that's when I know like they're physically, you know, they've got a great day at work. If I kind of was lacking their emails life, you know, we all get get busy and we're retired. I get migraines, some of you get migraines. Um, Puzzle toys, I like to gate and separate because I don't want dogs fighting oh, over their 100%. puzzle toys. 100%. I mean, yeah. with four dogs and three dogs, they right. all eat separately. It's I just, just they don't need it. to be eating each other's meals. Yeah. The great Darby would steal Beasley's meal, like Darby would weigh 50 <laughs> pounds more. Uh, he's a very energetic border collie. So, 
you know, I'll have separated gates and I give them all their puzzle toys so that they actually have to move it around the house and get the food that way. And then I'll save a little bit of that food and feed them in a bowl because they may right. want to make sure they get their supplements. Yeah, I think I have so many different ways I feed my dogs frozen things in slow feeders and puzzle toys. I think you do more than I do, actually. But, you know, one thing I do always is I keep track of what I use during training mm -hmm. and then I subtract that from what they're eating. So yes. if by the end of the day I haven't used it in a toy or in training, they get the rest of their meal actually in a bowl. So right. that way I'm not feeding them extra food and that You made a good trim. point of that because you know, you were like if you give them a bunch of chews during the day or if like you did find out that you gave your dog some chews throughout the day because yeah. you were like super busy, don't give them like a full dinner because nope. calorically Oh yeah, when it's my dogs get bones, I take away at least a third of their meal because yeah. they're eating a ton of calories. And it's not cruel, it's just keeping them healthy. Yeah, and they appreciate it. Thanks for that it. great question, Elliot. That was a really good one. But yeah, my favorite way, I would say personally, just to recap, I love using like puzzle platters or puzzle feeders. And then I always make sure they get their supplements so I'll save some food extra to mix their supplement in. Oh yeah, these dogs are a little spoiled. Uh, very. <laughs> well, this was our first episode and I had so much fun. I literally cannot wait until episode two. Like. Talking with you about dogs is just the most fun thing ever. So It's something that we do all the time, and yeah. we get to bring it to you and share it with you. And you guys can actually get to be a part of it, too. We love hearing from you. And so if you have questions or things you'd like to let us know and chat about, please go to dogtv.com slash thedogmoms. It's going to be a great way for you to connect with us, and that way we can potentially feature you in our show and give you some tidbits of tips or maybe just talk about anything that you throw our way, which will be really fun. Yes. Thank you so much. We've had such a great time with you guys and we can't wait until the next one. I know. These dogs, they're so spoiled. <laughs> I know. <laughs> dog, 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 what you gonna do?